Alright, welcome to another episode of the Movie Fellas. Of course, Vic Azim here and my co-host, Nick Arcana. Alright, and soon to be Jeremy from Wisconsin. Why would Jeremy come here? He don't like you. That's true. There is one way to go back get there's one way to get that new about sponsorship back. There's one contingency, one thing they demand to get it back. What, I, Jeremy? I said no. But they said, hey, they said Nick Arcana's gotta go. <laughs> I was like, hey, well, I was like, listen, I'll see what, what, uh, what Jeremy's uh, attorney say. And Jeremy, that man, first of all, he's demanding a salary. <laughs> of course he's demanding a salary. I demand a salary if we get big. Yeah, but right now, nobody's getting paid. He wants money up front, and he wants a back end of future, future proceeds. So he was negotiating like the damn dude from um, Leprechaun Space. He wants to let back in. He thinks he's Jamie Lee Curtis from Halloween. Well, remember, he is Jeremy, so if you see him start bleeding from his nose, probably should wait and should run if he starts pulling out a Cupid mask. And we just came off of Valentine's Day, too, so. Oh, yeah. So he probably just got finished killing somebody. Killing everyone that his girlfriend is friends with. Killing David Boreanaz. No, wait, he is doing it. I was about to say, he's the killer. He, look, he, <laughs> looks, he looks like David Boreanaz. <laughs> how, how Angel gonna be the killer? Uh, easy. Because he was already a good guy, so he needs to play a killer at least once in his you know, life. Go back in the archives, listen to our Valentine review. Unless you're a fan of the movie, then don't, because that movie pissed me off to no end. Well, I think what's funny about that podcast is that going in, I actually liked the movie, <laughs> and then slowly during the podcast, you can see me like start to get annoyed with everything, and it becomes one big rant. So one of our better episodes, I would say... More memorable ones is definitely the Valentine episode, so it's in the archives. I'd go back in there and check it out. The, if you want to hear our true, our true ranting nature, there's a few episodes where Freddy versus Jason. But there's only a few where we're both on board with the ranting, and Valentine's one of them. Freddy versus Jason, I, I like it. So we're that was me being like, damn man, this man hates the movie. This is the movie I treat like the worst movie ever. Damn but, right, I hated that fucking movie. I, don't know, I still don't understand that, but um, but Valentine, we are both on board. So that's a rare instance where. It's just a back and forth. I need to rewatch it. Uh, I remember ranting about a lot of shit in that movie. I can't remember. I, but I'm pretty sure most, I, half of it was the whole beginning. I think the first 30 <laughs> minutes are like just the opening sequence. There's so much... Oh, I don't so know. So much stupidity. Yeah, so... Well, let well let's get into different stupidity by going back to the hood with a little green guy. All right, let's get into some background first because we're coming off Leprechaun in the Hood from 2000, which... From all my research, did not do well in any metric, was not considered, was not liked by fans of the series. Of course, none of them were really liked by critics, but also, from my knowledge, didn't do well financially. So, it's curious that with part six, the franchise, which up at this point, you gotta think, you know, part three is Las Vegas, part four is space, part five is the hood. The franchise really had been establishing like new locations, a different direction for each sequel, really original going out there so to go back to the same location back in the hood is kind of a curious decision yeah because well one thing i found out is the director the original director from part five was supposed to come back in but uh his plan was to take the leprechaun either to a deserted island after some kind of shipwreck hmm. uh, i know there was i don't think this particular director was part of it but i know there was a script floating around for a leprechaun to be in the white house wow or another one, if uh, Cheech and Tommy Chong were in on it, uh, they also wanted to talk them into doing Leprechaun versus Cheech and Chong. 
I don't know if I can get on board with that. Well, I mean, we already established that the leprechaun likes weed. That's true. Think about how often we get a hot boxing scene. That's true. The Desert Island thing sounds like the TV show Lost with Leprechaun thrown into it. Hey, why not? Right. Michelle Rodriguez versus Leprechaun? Probably a better show. Except oh, if Michelle Rodriguez, then we can get the whole Fast and Furious girl. Oh, yes. It's all about Familia, baby. Familia versus Leprechaun. You know Dom Toretto would probably have the magical ability to beat the Leprechaun. Probably. With his bare hands, too. Probably. Uh, most, most likely, they'll even at the playing field by... Right before the fight, Don Toretto just somehow becomes a leprechaun, so that way they're the same height and they can just go at it. The man can do anything. Yeah, that's a, he's a case of anybody, anything he sets his mind to. Don Toretto. He's just he's just the Superman that no one knew about. He's he's the Ninth Avenger. He's basically <laughs> okay. So the director wanted to do something different, but let's say the powers that be, the creators of the franchise or whoever makes decisions decided so, that, nope, we don't want to do that. So what I read was uh, the powers that be said, no, what we want to do is to bring rappers into the hood, try and get them to get out of it, and then the leprechaun comes to kill them, and he's just like, that movie already bombed. You just did that movie. <laughs> I ain't doing it again. Get someone else. And that they did. Yep, and that somebody else looked at the script and went, the movie already bombed. You want me to direct it, I'm doing it this way. <laughs> Thank goodness, and, and, and that's the thing, like, I would have liked them to do something different, but I wouldn't have wanted them to bring back the same director because I wasn't a fan of just what he did with the, the fifth one. Hmm. Leprechaun in the Hood, all things considered, I didn't like anything about it, really, much at all. Not even Lep in the Hood come to do no good? Back to the Hood, I gotta say, I'm coming in pretty skeptical, I'm like, oh no, Back to the Hood? I didn't like the first time in the Hood, you're coming back. So I was going in with uh, quite the skeptical hippo, let's call him, as I watched it. And I came in as a skeptical hippo slash negative Nancy slash Debbie Downer, whatever you want to call it. You're just throwing out all the Karen phrases today, aren't you? All the Karen phrases. You know why? Because Dunkin' Donuts (laughs) did not have hazelnut coffee. And I can't believe it. Or pumpkin spice. Or nope. Well, at least pumpkin spice, I can understand that's seasonal for whatever reason. And the season's over, I guess, but anyways. How about we go ahead and get into this movie? Something tells me it won't be long. Now, notice how the movie is just called Back to the Hood. Even though it's technically Leprechaun 6, 6 is not in the name. Until the opening scene where we open up a book that says Leprechaun. Open up the book, it says Chapter 6. Ah, well, there's so there's an acknowledgement that this is the sixth movie, the sixth century in a series, and also the lore to this one already kind of contradicts the rest of the other five, <laughs> and each one tends to contradict the one that came directly before so, it. So, uh, all the other ones there. we've pretty much established that all the leprechauns are different. There is no leprechaun that is the same as the previous. However. This movie states that all the the leprechauns were guardians of a king's treasure. When that king died, all but one leprechaun went back to Mother Earth. Hmm. Something doesn't make sense there. That doesn't quite jive with there being five previous (laughs) movies with five different leprechauns. Right. Especially, I mean, seriously, you got leprechaun, uh, shittacon. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Shittacon. 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 From part two. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> then you got Lepi Vamp, Lepian, and Little Green. That's impressive that you could name those off the top of your head. Oh, no, I got such a, ease there. I got a name for this one, too. Oh, God. Sir Lep. 
Surlap. Yes, because he served the king and he fights everyone with his bare hands. So I'm guessing he was probably knighted when he was serving the king. So Surlap. It sounds like a new cough medicine. Most likely. All right, go ahead. I mean, I'm sure he can stop you from coughing. You may not like it. I gotta say, your nicknames, they've gotten better with each movie. <laughs> I don't like any of them still. <laughs> but they've gotten progressively better, little incremental improvements with each movie. So we'll go with that. Um, the king thing, maybe this is something to do maybe with the, the king from Leprechaun in Space on the other planet, maybe. Probably not. Uh, I mean, maybe that's a prequel. No. Maybe that's like a really prequel. Because Ireland used to have a king. Mushroom. But we know that in Leprechaun Space, he wanted to be king. Well, he didn't get that wish. So instead, let's just get to our first instance of a hand to hand combat scene with Leprechaun versus Father Jacobs. Father Jacobs looks like he can kick some ass in the scene. Well, I mean, he tried to decapitate a rainbow. Well, sometimes you have to not eat the Skittles, and some people prefer M&Ms, so you have to decapitate the Skittles. Right? So. so, in their fight, Leprechaun is, I guess, dragged to hell. I mean... Now, wait a minute. <laughs> this is weird. I like this opening scene. It's a fun scene. But this gave me a serious... Jason goes to hell by. Right, and the, the things are coming up and grabbing. Things coming up, grabbing them. But and Lex like, don't send me back, like. And, ah. and, but during the fight, you know, they're sitting there beating each other. And Father Jacobs is throwing holy clover water at him. At one point, he's just stabbing the shit out of him. Yeah, and the leprechaun has his nails just sitting there scratching the shit out of him, and yeah. Father Jacob dies with from his wounds. But Lep, like, and the implication here is that Lep has been in hell or something. Yeah. He's and, like, don't send me back. Yep. Yeah, well. Well, damn. He's back. <laughs> okay, well, we, we, where was the prequel at with this uh, Father Jacob versus Leprechaun battle? That should have been the first Leprechaun Hood movie, but we never got to see so, that. To be to be fair... They, they felt like they were mortal enemies. Like uh, To be fair, uh, another sequel idea from the director of Part 5 stated he actually was thinking about putting Leprechaun at his home country in Ireland. So I'm wondering if maybe the little story bit we get at the beginning was from that original script. Maybe. Sometimes when they do different scripts, they still keep stuff, little bits and pieces from old drafts or even from previous writers. So. Right, so... Because that, to be honest, I wouldn't mind watching this Leprechaun in his own home turf. Yeah, I think everybody would like a nice movie in Ireland. Right. Um, but hey, first let's... Let, let's go ahead and meet our characters. I mean, character. I mean, okay, they're nobodies, really. <laughs> well, let's see. Um, we have Emily as our main character. Yes. Now, Emily, the actress, I've seen her in the TV show Felicity. Yes. You remember with uh, Carrie Russell? Yes. Uh, she was uh, Carrie Russell's probably her best friend in the show. Um, she was, I mean, uh, I looked her up. She's at least has 28 titles to her name and still acting to this day. Th Thandy something? Thandy Miller, I think? Yeah. Yeah, she. I think she is a familiar face. Um, and the actor who plays Rory, uh, unless everyone already knows, he plays in The Boys right now. Yes. I don't know how many episodes are in The Boys, but it say, states he's in 24 episodes of it. It's very popular, so he's doing well. And we, we've seen a lot of famous actors start horror movies. So. Oh, yeah. Then you got Jamie, Lisa, Chanel, Watson, and what is a rapper doing in this movie? Wait. Rory's name is Jackson, isn't it? Or is that Rory Jackson. Okay. 
Okay, yeah, because some characters call him Jackson. Yeah, Watson calls him Jackson. Uh, everyone else calls him Rory because, you know, they're all friends. They get to call him by his first name. So, to me, he's, like, really not charismatic here at all. None of them are. I want... Jamie's all right. I mean... He's the comic relief, so... Yeah, but he's a side character. We're going off of the main characters. The main characters Emily are and flat. Rory are... Yeah, they're They're flat. boring. They're a boring couple. I, I can't bring myself to care about their relationship struggles. I, they have a past, and they're on and off, and it's like, will our two whatever get together, but... I mean, also, I in this, they, to be honest with you, with this, they were still young. They're still trying to... I guess they're still learning to act better, because, I mean, they're better now. Yeah, yeah. It's one of the... Granted, it's not the first movie they've ever done, but they were still at that stage where they were pretty much going for anything they can get their hands on. Yeah, and, the, and to be fair, the, the dialogue and the writing doesn't really give them... A well, lot of lines or backstory. To like well, there's character. that. I mean, we get enough backstory to know they were together. Uh, they do somewhat still care about each other. You, know, you get enough of that kind of backstory. And to be honest with you, I still say this movie does the whole soap opera thing better than most movies do, though. Maybe that's why the acting was well, so poor. They wanted to act like they were in a fucking soap opera. Well, the best thing is, like, <laughs> the best thing I say is that, like, even though they don't stand out to me, I'm not annoyed by them. Right. I'm not like, I don't hate them or dislike them. So they don't do anything where I'm just like, I don't like you guys. Just that they're not in my top tier of main characters in the series and, so far. And, and also, I just want to mention, unlike other main characters, these two actually will actually fight back. They will. Absolutely. And they make relatively smart decisions for the most part. Um, the villains are fun here in terms of uh, Watson <laughs> and Sticky Fingers. Yeah, Cedric. That's Cedric, okay. Yeah, Sticky Fingers plays Cedric, and I'm just thinking to myself, you beefed up for that blade roll, didn't you, motherfucker? <laughs> yeah, we got them being some fun gangsters. They're taking, taking, uh, taking Jamie's shoes and, <laughs> and then, selling drugs. And, and then uh, Rory just beats Cedric in the head with a bat. <laughs> that was pretty cool. That was pretty bold, though. <laughs> he drove away, came back, caught him right in the face. Good stuff. I'm kind of surprised Cedric did not get his ass knocked out. He just went to the ground, but you'd think with him going at the speed he was, getting whacked to the bat, he'd have a concussion. Yeah, that looked pretty, that looked like a damn near fatal blow almost. <laughs> right. Um, anyways. He must so, have hit him in the check, the meaty part. So our group of friends, they, we have four of them basically are our heroes, let's call them, hypothetically. Hypothetically. Um, Jamie likes Lisa, don't forget that. Jamie likes Lisa, then we know that uh, Emily and Jackson are on and off. Yep, and Jackson is currently with Chanel and... It's just a plot device. When we get to her death scene, I would say her death scene's pretty fun. Leaving, like, well, it's off screen, but we'll get to that. But, but she's a plot device. She's here just to throw a wrench into the Emily-Jackson relationship. Well, how about we meet your favorite character in the whole movie? Well, the psychic. The psychic. Oh, my goodness. Why? Played as Esmeralda. What is it about this, oh. this time period of movies? Because, you know, this was what, like 2003? Yep. Jeepers Creepers 2001. <laughs> what about this, like, five year period of horror where every damn movie relied on a psychic man? I don't understand. Why? Well, the real question I got is why did they name this character off of the main chick from Hunchback of Notre Dame? I don't know. That's a check. I mean, that character was Romanian. This character is African. For the purposes of this movie, her ethnicity does not give a shit. No, her ethnicity is psychic. Yeah. 
Nothing else matters. Her gender, ethnicity, she's psychic. Yep, and she tells Emily that she's going to come to money, and if she does not deny it, she will die. Yep. Sounds like a normal psychic to me. Emily immediately goes and buys a lottery ticket, wins the lottery, and the end credits roll. No, well, that's not what happens, but if the psychic tells you that's what you do, go buy a lottery ticket. Nope, what she does instead is she finds the gold, and instead of heeding her warning... 25 for you, 25 for you, 25 for me. All of Father Jacob's work gone to shit because of these teenagers. Why? Uh, uh, why? Because money. Yeah. I gotta say, I didn't, I didn't enjoy the scene of them spending all their newly found riches. It, just, it, it didn't do anything to help the likability that they're just like buying new cars and shopping. Yeah, so I, I, I just get it, but... They could be a little more discreet than literally buying a new car. Right. So I just want to actually bring up uh, something. In this scene, when they find the gold, Roy, uh, Jackson says that the gold is about eight ounces in weight. Two hundred coins with eight ounces. That chest by that chest with all those gold in it would be up pretty close to a hundred pounds. Mm. So the amount of movements they do with this chest in their hands is not impossible. But I do not want to be punched by any of them. Nope. So, not even, something tells me they will fucking uppercut my head off just like Jason Voorhees. No problem. If you ask, especially if you say the words, give me your best shot. Yeah. Motherfucker. Um, but my name ain't Julius, so I ain't doing that. <laughs> well, yeah, so basically they... And by the way, when you start spending money like this... You gotta watch out for the tax man, man. The, the, the IRS is gonna be suspicious. Well, in this case, the IRS they is in the form of Sir Lep. Yeah, you gotta. The Sir Lep is here with an audit. You gotta pay the taxes some way. You can pay the money, or you can pay with your life. Well, in this case, they also change his outfit to look more demonic. His face looks a little more demonic. His facial expression is a little more serious. And they kind of aged him up a little bit, too. There's more wrinkles on his right. face. Right, and they also gave him a trench coat. Yeah, I don't know what's up with that. It's, it's a different look. I, every director wants to kind of put their... Own twists and turns on things, which I don't mind. I mean, definitely a new look, and I don't, I'm not complaining about it. Still Warwick Davis. I'm yep. Not. So... Okay, so... We get to our first death. Or second death. Sorry. <laughs> what, what, wait, what's the first death? First death was Father Jacobs. Oh, yeah, we don't count that one. <laughs> oh, okay, then we're getting to our first death. Are you ready? Is somebody getting high? Yes. All right, so... Stoner guy. So I gotta say, one of my main complaints about Leprechaun in the Hood... Is Stoner. five. No. Was the tone. Remember we talked about the tone of that movie being way too serious for a Leprechaun movie. Coming off Leprechaun in Las Vegas, Leprechaun Space. This series is established. These are funny... Not to be taken seriously, cheese fest. And then we got a very serious leprechaun in the hood that felt like a, a drama almost. Yes. So coming back to the hood, my main concern was, are we still going to do like the, the drama or are we going back to the comedy? And this movie, with this first scene of them, of the leprechaun getting high, it establishes, hey, we're going back to the comedy a little bit. And I love it. Thank you. I mean, this one tries to do really all three. Because you get a little bit of drama between Jackson and Emily. But really, once Lep comes in, that whole thing goes out the window. Yep. And then when Lep comes in, then you get back to a more horror comedy. Because they, they did try to make the Leprechaun 
feared again in this series, in this movie. Yeah, right. Sometimes Leprechaun, when he kills you, some of the death scenes sometimes in some movies are meant to be just completely funny, right? Right. In this movie, some of the death scenes are more vicious and just evil, and then they're balanced out with like some really funny Leprechaun stuff. Yeah, like, like the- this scene, <laughs> he kills a guy with a bomb. But, but immediately you get the, the the sense of humor right afterwards. Yeah, with a leprechaun in the kitchen. And Dude, he was on some munchies, man. <laughs> he was trying everything in that fridge, right? He really hated that butter. I was a little bit unrealistic that the dude <laughs> kept walking by him and not seeing him, though. I mean, I know he's short, but Dude. what the hell? They're literally, they're literally circling each other in a small kitchen. You'd also think you would have heard him when he opened up the fridge door and smacked him upset, or smacked him in the head, and you heard the bang. It's like, how, did you hear that? How high is Jamie to lose a bong? He'll literally be like, you look at the house. Man, I can't even do that you taking my boss. Like, well, he was having a party, so. Like, dude, look right next to you. <laughs> Some, somehow the leprechaun gets trapped in the fridge. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this already that one scene is already was already funnier than anything in Leprechaun Hood. Right. So and now that wasn't even the funniest scene in this movie. So. so we get to meet our cops for this movie, Whitaker and Thompson. And for anyone who who lived in the '90s, grew up in the '90s, watching Nickelodeon, if you recognize Whitaker, it's because he was the dean from Zoe 101. And we put that useless yeah. bit of knowledge out of the way. <laughs> well, Nick just showed uh, what sure. he was watching growing up, so. The Leprechaun knows how to give him a massage, apparently. It's kind of weird, yeah. I think this is the, one of the only kills where he ha- where it intermingled comedy with horror at the same time. Because, yeah, you get your funny bit with a massager, and then he just comes out and goes, Oh, you have no idea what these hands can do. <laughs> and just straight and just breaks her neck. I'm like, Wow. Well, we get the most annoying character out of the way. Yep. And now, Emily and, and the gang... You know there's they, a leprechaun out They there. realize leprechaun's after them. And they realize there's no free lunch. No. Nope. You didn't spend the leprechaun's goal on meaningless stuff, and now he's coming to collect. Yep. Oh, but first, uh, Lisa dies. What? Yep. Now, this actually surprised me. Yeah, because... She was a core character. Yeah, because in the previous movie we established the core characters, at least none of them are going to die till the end. This one, they kill one off in the first 30 minutes. Yeah, and I guess she's a sacrificial lamb to, like, establish... Jamie. Establish that the left means business. Yeah, because he... I mean, again, it's an off-screen kill, but we kind of get a sense of what he does to her after their little scuffle they had. Again, yeah, uh, again, well, Lep does a lot of physical kills on this. Yeah, this was a pretty serious kill. Like, it felt, it was, it was a big struggle, a big fight, and it was cutting back and forth to Jackson riding his motorcycle. Right. And I guess show he's on the way or something. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of, it was kind of, kind of confusing there, but, um, but yeah, he killed her and I was just like, wow. I was like, that's early in the movie for like the core character to die. Yeah, so how about we just talk about the, uh, since no one cares about Lisa anymore, she's dead. Whoa! How about we talk about this magical treasure chest? Poor Lisa. Yes, let's get to the magical treasure chest. Because uh, they all established that they all spent all that gold. Also, they were talking about returning the gold to the left, and I'm just thinking to myself, you've already spent the gold. There's no way they, there's no way they spent all of it. The, are, are you... What, even if they didn't spend all of it, what makes you think he only he's going to be happy with just partial? No, as soon as he counts it, he's going to like... He's going to be pissed. To kill them. To kill them all. Well, he's going to be even more pissed when he finds out that Jackson spent almost all of it. Remember, he had 25. He only pulled out two. 
Woof. What the hell, Jackson? What in the world did you buy, man? But you ready for their how saving much, grace? How much did that gun cost, Jackson? Ready for that saving grace? Hmm. All that gold somehow ended back in the treasure chest. Ah. Where they emptied it out, closed it back up, all of a sudden the treasure, the treasure chest was full again. I'm just... No chocolate. I'm just wondering one thing. Chocolate. Why didn't it fill up beforehand? Or did they have to, like, will the gold back into that treasure chest for the gold to show back up? Or... Hmm. Because that, the second time it did it instantaneously, the other time it took days for it to come back. That's true. So did they have to will that gold back, or? Where there's a will, there's a way. Yeah, but Will wasn't nowhere near this movie. Huh. You'll never see Will Smith in a fucking Leprechaun movie. That's true. So much Chanel's dead because it's kind of funny, man. Leprechaun basically just like walks into the front door. Oh, right. Of her apartment. Like, there's, there's no like anti climax. He's just like knocking on the door and walking like. He doesn't even knock. He's just like, eh? He's like, yeah. Hi. Uh, I saw, How you doing? That's a, um, on Messenger, that's a gift if you like type in Leprechaun and search. It's a gift and I'm just like the door opening. <laughs> it's like a funny, funny thing. Well, um, does, does it include Chanel pulling out that fucking shotgun on him? I slap my ass off that she's like, just like, uh, She's like, I'm sorry, you can take some watch, bitch. She's like, motherfucker, and like, all this attitude. But of course, she doesn't know that a shotgun really can't do anything. Like that. Right, because then, because then Sir Sir Lap jumps on top of her. I guess she refused to open her mouth because then he had to rip off her lower jaw to get to the top jaw for the gold tooth. That was a lot of work just to get a tooth. Right. I, I know. I know. The, I know the leprechaun didn't go to dental school. But surely he should. He knew that there's probably a, a quicker way to. Well, remember in uh, part two, he ripped out a guy's tooth and he lived. This girl, I guess he just wanted to kill her because he ripped I, off her whole lower jaw. I don't know if she's even dead though. She. I mean, you honestly, if the ambulance got there, remember um, remember Joyride? Yeah. How uh, the well, that guy did eventually die. Uh, it was in a. We didn't show that. He just said a couple. No, they didn't. Um, it was a deleted scene where they were talk. They were talking about calling the deputy that interrogated him, and they mentioned the other guy who attacked Mr. Morehouse, and then finally asked, "How is he doing?" He goes, "Oh, you didn't hear? He died a couple of days ago." Ah, uh, but it begs the question: Are deleted scenes canon? Because they actually have been deleted. They've been taken out of the movie. That's just to save on time because... Sometimes, but no, sometimes, it's not always save on time. Sometimes it's taken out because they don't want it to be in the story. Well, there's that, but this one I think was taken out just to save on time because the original ending that went with the scene would have added an extra 30 minutes to the Joyride movie, making it two hours instead of an hour and a half. And once you're over two hours, it's no longer a Joyride. <laughs> it's a long ride. <laughs> a way too long ride. Okay, my point is... I assume she's dead, but I mean, it's so off screen. I mean, we don't know what not, she's not even screaming anymore. I mean, sure, if if she just got her lower jaw taken off and she was alive, she'd still be screaming. That's true. Who knows what else he did to her after he pulled that tooth? <laughs> he just wanted. What's funny is like at that moment, yeah, he all he wanted was the tooth. That it seemed like he didn't really care about. The oh hell no! It's this one definitely seems like he enjoys killing because again, he could have taken the tooth without ripping off her lower jaw. I, I just think it was, uh, oh yeah, bad. It wasn't too efficient with the tooth there, so. No, I don't think he cared either. Because <laughs> um, he put that tooth right in and went, oh yeah. <laughs> so. Thompson and Whitaker. The cop scene. Yeah. Man, <laughs> what a scene. Wow. So, they get, so there are two characters get arrested 
and then all of a sudden Leprechaun sh walks up to him <laughs> okay. with this epic- okay. This is so funny, this is like the apartment <laughs> thing, like you look in the distance, he's just walking for like a mile away, like, walking slowly till he gets there. With, with like evil villain music behind him. Yeah, but then like the dialogue between the cops is so funny. It's just like the cops stop like, what are you doing? He's like, they got my gold. Oh, so I I'd so you'd appreciate it back, huh? Yes. <laughs> hey, go back home to your mama. What'd you say about my mother? <laughs> when he says that bad, just, what'd you say about my mother? He said so fast. It's just so funny. And then the cop just hits him in the head, and he just gets this weird. At first, he gets dazed, then he gets this weird look, and just drops. Drops down. <laughs> but when he gets back up, now we get this fight scene with the cops. That's... Yep. He takes the nightstick. Stabs Thompson with it, then you get Whitaker just kung fu fighting him. So <laughs> Lep got he got thrown off because he's all cocky and confident, but you can see when he gets kicked in the face, like oh shit, <laughs> he starts getting kicked in the face, and like the cop knows some moves, and but then he grabs he, the he, cop's leg. He tries one too many kicks. Well, yeah, the leprechaun following was like, oh well, fuck you. I know I know your moves now. <laughs> Okay, I'll be honest. If you haven't seen the movie before and you watch a scene, this is very surprising. He catches his leg. I'm like, oh, he's gonna throw him against the car. I mean, he, he does. He throws him. But then, not all of them. But to be the reveal here, that he's actually holding his leg. Ripped off his goddamn <laughs> leg. Ripped off his damn leg. <laughs> now, with the, the with the uh, creepiest smile Mark Davis can come up with with a leprechaun. Now, answer me this, leprechaun. He has magic. Yes. They're all through the previous movies that have been established. Has magic. Yes. He has supernatural strength. Has that been established at any point in the series? Sometimes. Invisible combat. He, he can do. I, I don't I mean, know. I haven't if seen I, that. If, I, if you think of all, all his physical confrontations, he usually gets his ass kicked. Right. Like, pretty sure Jennifer Aniston beat his ass in the first one. I think in all of them, pretty much he gets beat up. But this one, this one, he's taking out the cops and ripping off his damn legs. So again, I think that's a Michael Myers shit. That's I, what I'm saying. I think it's because he was knighted by the king, which proves to me he was a fighter in his old age or in his young life, and he still remembers how to fight. He can take a beating. He he can dish it out too this time. Remember, he's a different leprechaun than the other five. Maybe he just never learned magic. Maybe he's a magicless leprechaun. Well, he's definitely different because yeah, in some of these movies. He's more the some version of Leprechaun in, in certain movies are more reliant on magic, and some are more like physical, like they like to fight. Like this one is like this movie really is like on and off in terms of his magic because okay, he stabs people with his hands. This in this movie's about mm -hmm. in Leprechaun in the Hood, he would do that thing where he just blow him up, blow him up, and to me that's like the easiest, quickest kill you could do to anybody. Why would you just keep doing that for every kill? Because it, it maybe didn't want to. Maybe you want to. Have like fun. okay, the cops stay in front of you. Yeah, I can do a fist fight with him, but just wave my hand and dude's insides blow up. Like, so I don't know. It's weird. Like, yeah, the the power levels of the different leprechauns are like all over the place. Well, how about we get to? Oh, uh, by the way, mind you, he rips the cop's leg off, right? Then um, Emily and Jackson in the car. He just walks up, opens the car, he smiles, and he dives in the car and just starts like like doing like doing nothing to them basically. But like, why are you killing him? He's like all over them, and Jack just punches him off. I'm like, okay, you just took out the cops in like five seconds. <laughs> you can't like them like trap in a car. You can't take them out. Terrible. Well, I got a better idea. How about instead of killing Emily and Jackson, 
Let's just get to probably your favorite scene in the movie because homage is your favorite scene from your favorite movie. Well, look, we have our human villains in the form of Watson and Cedric, and Cedric, and they gotta stick their nose in the business that doesn't has nothing to do with them, and they have to get involved with the gold. Yep. Which means the leprechaun comes in a police car with that leg. Which was funny. They set up in the earlier scene that how is leprechaun gonna reach the gas pedal? So did you see the car coming? You could tell he's like you could see like a silhouette in the car actually like struggling, and the car is like kind of swerving a little bit. Uh, and it's still like, yeah, like, okay, so he used the cop's leg <laughs> to the gas pedal. So the cops pull up, the leprechaun pulls up, gets out the car, and Watson, of course, is like, yeah, little motherfucker. And Jackson's like, shoot him, Watson. He's like, hey, shut up, man. Punches him in the face, leprechaun. Leprechaun flies in the garbage, but... Gets back up. And then we get a, a nice montage of... Just punches. Punches, punches, punches. Knocks him out, knocks him out, knocks him out, but keeps getting up, keeps getting up. Yep, and, not, and and Amelia brought up is uh, she's just thinking, does this character not notice how fast the leprechaun keeps getting up? <laughs> what I was thinking is, how much more tiring is it to have to punch like down? Oh right, somebody who's not in front of you height wise, you have to kind of lean your body in mm-hmm. and bend your body. So you're kind of crushing your lungs a little bit. Yeah, he probably got tired quick. Uh, he never heard of the rope double apparently. So. Yeah, well, I mean, he should have. He should have watched your favorite movie, Jason Takes Manhattan. Should have learned something from Julius. Was this a nod? Because that's what I. It had. A, I think it was because uh, you go on IMDb trivia. They literally state uh, the Julius death scene um, to this scene. Mm. They, they show the. Di- they pretty much describe the different. The uh, it's similarity. Too, it's too similar to be a coincidence. Basically. Right. Um, also, notice how in every, right before every fight, Leprechaun always looks at, at his opponent and goes, Come on, come on! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Once you start a fight, Leprechaun, he's, he gets into it. He he takes some joy in it, basically. Oh, yeah. Takes joy in getting a beating, and then he, I guess, gets bored of getting hit, and he's like, Okay, I'm done with you. Well, he, he doesn't just kill Watson, he pulls out his heart. <laughs> and then. Big he, heart, so. I don't know if he killed the other two, but he slits Cedric's throat. The other two, it seemed to me like he beat him up, but I didn't see any kill hits. No, neither did I, but then you get the Cedric, he gets on top of him and just slashes his throat. Which, again, is something I've never really seen the Leprechaun do. I he, think the, He doesn't really slash throats like right, that. I think the director really wanted to add some gore to it. He probably watched the other movies and went, you know, some of these movies just aren't gory enough. Let's add a little bit of more blood. Yeah, I mean, he had every right to kill them because they literally... <laughs> Like unloaded machine guns on him, <laughs> right. and he just got up real quick. But obviously, bullets did nothing to him. Uh, so, Sticky Finger's dead. Um, uh, we get back to our to Esmeralda. But first thing though, we gotta talk about the most funniest scene in the movie is Lep, uh, Watson. I'm beginning had been getting a, Watson. I'm getting a phone call from his <laughs> girlfriend, his lady friend. Yep. So Lep finds the phone, and. This has got to be like Warren Davis' like favorite scene of her film. I guarantee you. I wonder if it was probably improv by him. <laughs> no, maybe, but if it's so, but on it's really good dialogue. He's like, oh, I think I have a great body. <laughs> right. How tall am I? I'm three foot six, but I make up for it in another place. Hello? Dalto. God damn it! <laughs> and, he, and he actually seems mad. He's like, oh, like he's really looking for a lady friend. <laughs> uh, what guy isn't looking for a lady friend? 
True, but you think Leprechaun is coming to get? You would think he's already married or something from the previous movie, so. Remember, part two took that away from him. He has to wait another thousand years from that point. Oh shit! You're right. Damn. Well, Which you, is why he doesn't try to get another wife until space. I sure. But okay, but but <laughs> that scene look at that scene an example again. A good, it's a good example of there's comedy in here where he gets to be like goofy lap, but then the next scene he can back to being serious evil lap. Yeah, because he goes in. Uh, they decide to put clovers in the bullets to make it easier for them, which is a pretty smart idea. I hope it works out for for old Jackson there with his gun, and hopefully, and hopefully his and gun that, doesn't jam. Right, because that would like, be that would be really annoying if his gun kept jamming. Yeah, and, and it would prove that Jamie actually knows what he's talking about because he even said that those guns are prone to jamming. Shit, listen. <clears throat> yeah, well, the uh, leprechaun comes in, he gets shot three times, and gun jams. Oh my goodness, I'm so surprised. I can't believe this. Yep. What a development. I know, and Jamie only gets stabbed in the leg. Okay, that's good. Well, I mean, I guess everyone likes him, so why kill him? Yep. But we get to kill Esmeralda off screen with glowing red eyes. Yes. Yeah, so After she kicks Leprechaun's ass. One strike against this movie, there are some decent deaths, but some of them are off screen in an annoying way. Like Esmeralda? Yeah, because there's some, some hocus-pocus shit going on. Because I'm kind of wondering, like, what did he do to her? I mean, we've seen him only kill everyone physically, so and all of a sudden his eyes start glowing red. Did he somehow negate the magic she was using on him, or and then he killed her physically, or did he actually kill her with magic that we didn't get to see? We'll never know. No. And maybe if the, the director does a... Well, no. I guess never. Probably not. <laughs> if we ever get a chance to talk to Warwick Davis, we'll get his uh, insight, but I don't think that's happening anytime soon either. I don't think Warwick Davis would even know, like, oh, what happened to Esmeralda? Oh, yes. No. He'd be like, what? which movie are you talking about? No, yeah. most, most, likely he'll, most likely, he'll probably come up with something he thinks would have been the likely scenario. And to be honest with you, I'll take it just because Warwick Davis is the one who said it. Like, like I slit her throat. It's like, oh, okay. So, so what was with the glowing red eyes? I had to stop her magic. I slit her throat. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. Uh, and that, that works for us. Uh, you heard it from the killer himself. <laughs> so, what do you think about the whole ending? Because, like, um, so this whole ending this, was. This is a, this is a lot, it, It's a long ending. It, it's a whole montage of fight scenes. Because him and Jackson just beat each other's ass in this scene. They do, and you know. <clears throat> We see this all the horror villains basically where with side characters they take them out easily. One one hit, one kill, kill them in five seconds. When you use the main characters, there's this plot armor where you can come into contact with the villain five hundred times, physical fights, everything, but the villain just doesn't kill you. Right. When he gets you, he'll throw you across the room or he'll he'll beat you up or he'll let you fight back. But instead of just like punching through you, Leprechaun keeps fighting them like <clears throat> like he's in this weird struggle with them. Let me ask you about the furnace thing, though, because... I feel like this part should have been his actual death. Yeah, but it wasn't really done well in terms of how he allowed himself to get thrown in the furnace. He's actually overpow- <laughs> he's overpowering her, and he has the leverage position in front of her, mm-hmm. and it's almost like he himself allowed so he himself in. to jump in. <laughs> like, he- well, he was after his gold, and his gold, if his gold stayed in that fire, it would have melted, and he would have died. Yeah, but, but, but it was done very weird. It should have been like... 
he's distracted or she gets a hit on him and then throws him. Mm -hmm. But it really came out of nowhere, him getting thrown in the furnace and getting locked in. That, if that wasn't death, the furnace idea and the coins and all that, that makes sense. But the way it was done would have been weak because... He, he pretty just, much jumps in. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's superhuman straight. Come on. Well, anyway, uh, it's not his death because all of a sudden we see a rainbow coming back to the... Uh, most the furnaces room. are in the basement. Yeah, well, now... I wasn't on the roof. I was back on the roof because we got a, a rooftop battle coming out. Yep, uh, where... Now, this is the part that annoys me. So, the first time he gets shot with his gun, he gets shot three times, and then those orbs come out. But, which is, I guess, supposed to be his life essence. Yeah, and they, they float for like ten seconds, and then they go back into him. Right, so you get... I guess you have to shoot him one more time after that to fully kill him. Which works perfectly as long as your gun doesn't jam. Well, this time, what he does is he gets the gun to unjam, shoots him like seven times before the orbs finally show up, so continuity error, fuckers. And then instead of finishing him off, he saves his girlfriend that he could have just shot the leprechaun again while running up to her to grab her hand. His priorities are out of whack. Well, his priorities should have been, I can do two things at once, shoot you, grab you. You only need one hand to use a gun. Hey man, some people are. Good. And he was only using one hand to use a gun. Some people are good at multitasking. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay. Motherfucker. No, nobody said that Jackson's the most intelligent fellow in the world. Well, because he didn't do it, Leprechaun got his energy back in, and then he gets shot, what, four more times? His energy goes out, but oh yeah, no more bullets. Finally. I, I knew the bullets would run out eventually. Well. You know, shot 18,000 shots. Actually, no, there is one more bullet. The treasure chest full of fucking gold coins that should be 100 pounds and this woman should not be able to swing as hard as she does. Well, she does and, and let goes a flying. Into concrete that is still liquidy so he should be able to pull himself out, but I guess he's just tired. Forget I mean, he's been fighting all night. Forget pull himself out, he should be able to magically disappear. Uh, he's been fighting all he's night. He's a leprechaun, he has magic. Where's his magic when he's drowning in the concrete? Again, he's, he's, I guess he's tired. Don't don't bail out the bad lighting in this movie. <laughs> right, he's just tired. He's not tired. They just forgot that this is a magical creature. It's convenient to have him be like just a normal monster at this point, and he just dies by concrete. But that's stupid. A dumb way for a leprechaun. By the way, you catch his last little monologue before he got interrupted with some of those gunshots. Yeah. So the thing with that is because we were talking about this earlier, the we we were we're, we're led to believe this is different leprechaun in each movie. Right. But he's given that, there's always the trope of like the villain talking too much at the end and allowing the good guys to recover and whatever, basically. He's got Emily hanging off the roof there, basically, and decides to go with this big old monologue, giving Jackson over time to, to recuperate. Unjam his gun. Unjam his gun, but in the monologue, he's like, he's giving that speech about like, like humans always like trying to follow his plans and always talking too much and doing too much and They're stealing my gold. Yeah, he's. It sounds like he's referencing past movies. It sounds like he's been through some shit with the humans, and it's the first time any leprechaun in the movies has like has shown that kind of self awareness, like referencing, like I'm getting sick of you, mofo's. Like you're <laughs> always like in the way here. So yeah, I, he was... I think maybe this is. I can't say which movie, but this is maybe the same Leprechaun from one of the other movies. Man, he definitely sounds pissed. I think this is the only time you actually hear him pissed off to this extent. Yeah. Like, he, and normally, even he, him being angry, he still has that tone of humor. This time, all humor is gone. <laughs> yeah, I really think, um, I really think, uh, what's his name? Father, or whatever face the other is. 
Father Jacobs? I feel like whatever battle we have with Father Jacobs actually really did take a lot out of him. <laughs> but I don't know. This is It's hard to say it's the same one from like part three because there's no medallion error. And then... You can't say it's the same one for part one because he's kind of in a well. Yeah. So that does leave part two Leprechaun. And part two had to have completely died by being stabbed by that iron stake, though. I think... The yeah, only but one there's, that, there's always ways to bring them back, though, it seems like. even when I mean, the back. only one that really would make sense if you're going off of Leprechaun 2, two actually dying sadly would be the one from five since he never did die. He just somehow came back and then got trapped again. So conceivably, him managing uh, Postmaster P's rap career didn't go well. I guess not. Uh, or he, he got still, tired of him. He still hung around the hood and then somehow got entangled with Father Jacobs. <sighs> Maybe, but... And that one, I can see where it pissed him off because the medallion one kind of came back and he had to pretty much... Uh, from afar, watch Ice T use his uh, f- use the Leprechaun's fortune for his own gains. In which case, then he watches Postmaster P try to use his uh, his uh, fortune only, for his own gains, and it probably is pissing him off throughout the each time. It's definitely possible. Only thing I'd say is like, yeah, but in, in, in the Leprechaun the hood though, the, that one he was like having Mofo just like their insides blowing up on him. Right, but on, on yeah, that wouldn't make had, sense with the had, character itself. He had more magic in that one than he has here. Yeah, he would have He would have just been blowing everyone away. Let's just say it's the one from space. Yeah, okay. He, I mean, that... He discombobulated in space, but he put himself <laughs> together and came out Earth. so... Or, you know, space happens after this. Oh, yeah. We, we could always just... I mean, it makes Because sense. technically, this Leprechaun... I'm sorry, he's not dead. There's no way. Well, that's how Jason X is. Jason X is assumed to be... Like, after Freddy vs. Jason, timeline-wise, it's mm. the furthest you can go with timeline of Jason X, so. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, okay, maybe, so maybe it's Leprechaun in the Hood, Leprechaun Back in the Hood, and Leprechaun in Space. Right. Um, okay, categories, how about that? Categories! Okay, I, actually, that's right, I never write my fucking categories down anyway. I like to talk about the movie and then like, kind of think about it afterwards. <laughs> anyway, so, best performance. Wow. Man, I'll tell you what. Jamie. Yeah, I'm sorry. He was the most charismatic. He was the fun. He had the funniest lines. He, and to be honest, without him, they wouldn't have found the Clovers to be able to kill the Leprechaun. Because fucking Rory kept saying his weed did not have Clovers in it. Yeah. He's up there. I think um, I was going to say him or Watson. Because Watson's a fun villain. He's pretty intimidating, actually. Uh, he'd probably be more fun if he was in it a few more than just three yeah. scenes. Yeah, I'm, I'm on board with Jamie because you're right. He does bring the con- comedic He's the only comedic relief from the human side of else is like, so serious. Mm-hmm. So at least he's funny, man. Worst performance. Uh... <laughs> you know what's funny? Where I went down for that is that... Um, remember there's one scene where, like... Um, this uh, the white businessman is like buying drugs. <laughs> I wrote down his name. His name is Marcos, I believe. Oh my gosh! And, and he come. I know he's only in the movie one scene, <laughs> but this was like I wrote down like come back to maybe as like the best scene in the movie or worst scene. I don't know, but he, they're on a like a playground and he's like buying drugs out in public, and he's like he's never seen the he's never seen a black person before because like he's like. 
He says the N word. Like it's like just like <laughs> right. so much cringe in one scene. I do love the uh, little like car stopping screech when he said it, and everyone's just like, "What?" Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh shit! And then when he runs, he's like, "Oh shit! Oh shit! Gotta get out of here!" Yeah, he's keeping his cool, but then you're like, "Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh my god!" Like, and of course, Rory's just like, because hey, Jamie looked at him, was like, "You didn't kick his ass." Or it's like, "Hey, I'm getting money." <laughs> yeah, but that's just so. Uh, Marcos gets my worst performance. Uh, worst performance for me. <laughs> I'm giving it to Esmeralda. Oh. Wow. I mean, as you pointed out, there most movies when they bring a psychic in tells you that the that the writers weren't didn't think of every possible scenario of how these characters could determine certain situations. It's lazy. It's like. You need somebody to give you answers, so you just throw in a, a psychic or somebody who has visions. Right. And Lazy. And be fi- to be fair, I'm fine with psychics in movies if they have a decent place for it. This woman, I'm sorry, she just felt off place for this movie. I mean, seriously, all of a sudden, first she's a psychic, then all of a sudden she's a witch, which would explain why she's psychic. But I'm just like, when did this movie series show off witches? Hmm. Because, yeah, that would make some sense to fight a magical being with another magical being. But yet, none of these movies even think about bringing that in. <laughs> yeah, actually, I mean, you're right. I think you could probably skip her scenes and be okay. Right. You just need to write in a little 10-minute segment of of how they can do it. Again, like, have damn Jamie smoking pot with Leprechaun and there will be clovers in it. So, Leprechaun kind of gets stung for a little bit. Boom, you find out he's against clovers. Mm. Or if you want to bring iron back into it, you're going to have him, you, during one of their fights, one of them picks up like an iron pipe, hips him with it, and the leprechaun starts bleeding right away. Sure. Boom, allergic to iron. So many ways you could have done it, you didn't need a fucking psychic. Yeah, but some ways it's right in there. Psychic explains. Psychic explains whatever. It's such an easy one. And, and if you're going to do that, at least give us a, a physical kill scene for her, because I want to know what the leprechaun does to her. Yeah. I'm sorry. She was kicking his ass. I want because she was able to keep him at distance. Slitter throat. <laughs> yeah, the red eyes just negated her power. <laughs> Slitter throat. <laughs> Best scene of the movie. This is a tough one. There's like two or three scenes that. I'm giving it to so the Watson. Fun. I'm giving it to the Watson fight. It, it, okay. <laughs> the Watson fight is. No, actually, I'm, I'm changing that. Cops. I'm going to come. I was going to go cops. Yeah, the cops because you have definitely a perfect mixture of humor, but also a perfect mixture of showing how villainous this leprechaun is when he rips off the guy's leg. He's just smiling at him. Just so the top, <laughs> and the way. He, he looks at the leg and the back of the cop like, like just laugh like I got your leg. So I was, I was thinking when I first saw the scene that he was going to take that leg, and start beating him with it. <laughs> he should have killed that cop first and then um, used beat the, the leg other cop with it. Beat up his partner. <laughs> I'm going to beat one motherfucker up with another motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, that would be so funny. Um, the cop w- wins out for me over Watson. Although the Watson death scene is like a close number two. You're just saying that because it's your favorite movie. Oh, Jay Snake's my man? Yeah. No. No, <laughs> no those, those two scenes, but really, actually, my favorite scene, honestly, is him talking to the girl on the phone. <laughs> that's so, just like, my sense of humor, that's like, that's, those, those three are like in close contention. And then you could throw in 
the the kitchen scene with him like trying to find food and stuff. So there's a couple ones that are really funny. Yeah. So worst scene. Uh, I know I already said she was the worst character, but it's going to be the psychic again. Again, it's just lazy writing. All the psychic scenes. Yeah, it's just lazy writing to make sure that these characters know how to stop a leprechaun is by throwing in someone who somehow already knows this stuff. I'm going to go, I'm going to again say Marcos. <laughs> <laughs> Even though you... I, I mean, it's funny, but man, come on, just why do you gotta buy drugs? Like, how do you do this drug scene like in the middle of public? I don't well, I, it's also against Jackson for that too, because you you know Jackson being the dealer, he'd be like, okay, let's take this somewhere else. Yeah, you wouldn't be like, okay, meet me like at the playground where there's like kids around and stuff. It's like this is really weird. Um, now, okay, I, that scene is too entertaining to be the worst scene. At least it's not boring. All of the psychic scenes are boring. Um, yeah. So what would you like to change? So for me, well, I mean, this movie—it would almost be beating the—it would almost be like beating the drum too hard to be like, well, we would take the second out. <laughs> I think we already established that. So I'm actually cha- I'm actually going to say something else. Uh, I see. I know I said something like this in part five, but to be honest, I probably would have just killed off Jackson's character. You know, because he was the one who was always the most physical with the leprechaun. Eventually, that physicality should have gotten him killed with the way this leprechaun was. So, I would have killed off Jackson and had Emily and Jamie be the ones to survive. I know Jamie survives, but, uh, I mean, when you have a group of four characters and really only one dies, how how much dangerous is this leprechaun at that point when he's killing off a bunch of side people? It's interesting to think about. You think about a leprechaun in the hood. All the main characters... In a sense, die. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're... You have, like, your core characters, and they all died. Um, if I think back to all of them, typically in most of them, you have the guy and the girl survive at the end. Yeah, you have a couple, pretty much. Yeah. Um, this one, you have the couple and Jamie, right? And... No, I'm fine with a couple dynamic, but... The couple dynamic is fine, but you're right. You could have easily... Even though it's a couple, clearly Emily is, like the more focused on main character. Right. Um, but still, you kill off Jackson, then... That, you then you're actually really scared for Emily, too. Right, because that means that one of the main characters died. And also, it kind of throws... Even though Emily's already in the mindset to fight because of Lisa, she would have been even more so there because her and Jackson just made up around that time. I've always wanted that. Like, I I think if I wrote a horror movie, I, if I wrote a horror movie, I would do it this way because I've always wanted that, like... When you have a dynamic, dynamic like a couple and a side character, right? And it's so predictable the side character's gonna get killed, leaving the couple, right? Mm-hmm. I would, I always want to. All right, you have the guy, you have the girl, the boyfriend, and the side guy. But I would, I would always want to have it to where like the Kill. boyfriend dies and mm-hmm. you're left with the side character guy and the girl because it's just an interesting dynamic as those two being your last characters, like. They have no nothing romantic going on. Just they happen to be the last two people alive. Right, and that would probably be more realistic in any kind of situation. Because again, the boyfriend would probably be dying to make sure the girl gets away, and then the side guy. And the whole thing about interesting <laughs> this ending is if it's like unexpectedly, it's um, it's Jamie and her mm-hmm. having to fight the Leprechaun, like Jackson's dead. It'd be so such an interesting dynamic. Well, I still would have had it where Jackson dies on the rooftop during their fight, and as the Leprechaun standing over. Emily still, but this time have Jamie come up behind him because apparently the gun's no, the gun's useless. He just comes up with that bat, stabs him, and pushes him right down. Yeah. Then throws his gold over there, so the leprechaun again would really have no would be 
you'd still get the same ending at that point, but you get different hero characters. Yeah, it would have been less predictable for sure. Um, on my end, if I could change anything, I would have kept Father Jacobs alive. Hmm. Maybe had him in the hospital or something. Just something where they could maybe instead of the psychic, they go to him and he gives the backstory or he gives a warning. Then you play up from that beginning like he has the history of Leprechaun. And then you can involve him in the ending and you can have Leprechaun finally kill him at the end. Or well, have him be the one to actually kill Have Jamie and Jackson die and then have him save the girl at the end. You remember in the first movie how... Um, how they went back to the hospital to find the guy from the very first opening. Yeah, and I always wanted the guy from the opening to, I would have liked for him to have a bigger role in the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. It's kind of wasted, like, that he's there at the beginning and then you never, really like, get him again. Even though he's alive the whole time, you find out. It's one story if he did die, because then you're, you know you're not going to see him again. But then all of a sudden, like, three-quarters of the way in the movie, he's like, oh, yeah, he's still alive. What? Yeah, and you get, like... I think he gets, like, one line and then he dies. Like it's a, <laughs> so, like, he's basically, like, Father Jacobs is, like, that character in this movie. Keep him alive, but then he can, like, warn you about Leprechaun or he can help you. Yeah, we wouldn't need... You'd still get your lazy writing of how they figure out what they're up against, but you won't have some random person we don't give two shits about. 100%. Alrighty, and so as our final shouts... This one's tough. Uh, I can't decide what I want to give it. I, you want to go first? Or go first? I, I will go first because, again, I wrote for this one. Oh. So for me, the bad, it was bad CGI. Acting definitely could have been better, but the kills were better than this one than some of the previous movies. The left was definitely more dangerous in this one. He was much more physical, and they definitely tried to make it a more horrific character when he is actually needed to be. But you can still tell that he was one of those characters that if he didn't need to kill you, he wasn't going to. He was pretty much a character you could still bargain with to be able to give give him what he wants and he leaves you alone. Mm. So that's one thing I like about the Leprechaun. It's showing a kind of a human side to it, even though it really isn't. But all in all, uh, it's still a fun movie to watch. Characters are mediocre at best. Jamie was definitely the best character in the movie because of how charismatic he was. The CGI was terrible. Yes, that. Oh my gosh! But the the practical effects, some of the gore they had, it was actually pretty good. The jokes jokes were landed pretty well. So I'm actually giving this movie a two, a high two, almost two and a half. But something's keeping it from there. So it's a two out of four for me. Yeah, this one is hard, man. Like, so my thoughts are pretty much in line with your thoughts for the most part. And the scale that I'm using is basically like, it's its own Leprechaun series scale. So it's like, it's comparing it against the other Leprechaun movies versus comparing it to all movies in general. So I'm going two and a half stars because maybe it's a two star movie in the world, but in, within the Leprechaun series, I'm giving it two and a half stars. That's how I'm looking at the whole thing this way. So, as you said, um, characters, eh, not the best in the series, not the worst in the series. Death scenes, not the best in the series, not the worst. It's kind of like in the middle of a lot of stuff. Um, but it's not boring. And it's very refreshing after watching Leprechaun in the Hood. 
I thought it was going to be a disaster going back in the hood, but actually, it was a pretty good trip. So, I'm going two and a half. I think you'll have, I think if, if there was no Leprechaun in the Hood movie and just this movie, I might actually go lower. But because we have something to compare it to, it's a lot better than the one before it. So I got to give it, I'm going to give it a two and a half. All right, and everybody, as you all know, you don't have to go home, but you're most likely already home or you're headed to work. And if you're headed to work, I feel for you because I'm most likely headed to work when I'll be listening to this again myself. So you all have a good day. Please please smile in the mirror because there's going to be people who's going to make you not smile and you just do not want to end up in jail. Don't do that. That's bad. That's bad for us. That's bad for you. That's bad for everybody. Please subscribe to us on YouTube, The Movie Fellas. Also, if you want to give keep, also if you want to give feedback on social media, uh, on Twitter at Vicazim, and uh, also of course comments on YouTube are the way to go as well. And uh, yeah, and so next week we actually finish up with Leprechaun Returns. We've gone back in the hood, but now the Leprechaun self returns. Quick note for those wondering why we're going to Leprechaun Returns is because. Leprechaun Oranges does not exist. Does not exist. It's not part of the series, not canon. We will be disregarding that unless there's some random huge demand in the future to go back and revisit that movie. It's been taken out of a box set and thrown in the trash. Um, if anyone asks for us to do Origins, I will suffer through it. But I'm sending Jeremy after y'all. And don't put that thought in the world, because all it takes is one fan, and that becomes a bandwagon, and then we're watching Leprechaun Origins, and that will be the origin for us. That'll be the end of us. Please don't do that to us. All right, folks, till next week. I'm getting a jacket. It's cold. <laughs>